My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. Today, it's a Wednesday. Weird. Uh, I don't think we've ever done a Wednesday show. Weird Wednesday. Weird fucking wacky Wednesday. Can't do winning Wednesday because Garrett's a piece well, of shit. According uh, to shirt, it's going to be wacky weed Wednesday. Yeah, look at all my weed flowers. It's fucking fancy, huh? That shirt looks like it's like a four-year-old wearing pajamas. You look like a, four, a bearded yes. four-year-old wearing pajamas in that shirt. Why do I look? It's a white shirt. What's wrong it with looks like, It looks like it's part like of a onesie. Like it, like it, like there's two metal buttons no. in your crotch. <laughs> and like, you know what? And, and, that, and that's what you wear. I have one. I have a Batman one. It has a cape and everything. Do you think your girlfriend change your diaper too? This is how we're starting, the, this is how we're starting the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. This, this, is how, this is how we're starting. No, I have a bat. What's wrong with Batman? Hello, everybody. It's Alan and James, your favorite garden gnome, and your much better looking host of the show. We were just talking about James is starting a sports podcast, and I'm going to start a new, another show called Gardening with the Gnome. And I'm going to have raging gnome moments where, like, when, when stuff isn't growing right, I'm just going to start throwing flower pots across my yard. This isn't growing right, shit. Raging gnome moments. In his backyard, smoking fat cigars, yeah. his garden nomad, and just throwing pottery across the yard. Yeah, just angry gnome moments, smoking oh, a cigar, and you got a big red gnome hat. Have your wife like in the background, shut the fuck up, I'm gardening. Yeah, <laughs> get and back in the kitchen. I'm gonna like run up to her and kick her in the shin like a garden gnome. Like get back in the kitchen, bitch. I want a sandwich. <laughs> I need some sandwiches. I need some sandwiches. These plants aren't growing. I'm the misogynistic gnome. Anyway, wherever you're listening, hit the follow, hit the like. What's going on, everybody? 
hope everybody's uh, enjoying their week. We got a lot of shit going on. Uh, obviously, Donnie's indictment. Uh, we called it like it's it's so wild to me, Alan, that we said this literally months ago that there's going to be the uh, the brag indictment. It's going to go to January 6th. It's going to go to George. Like we literally we we laid out the timeline months ago that this is going to happen. It's just so weird that we're right again. Uh, Indi- indictment indictment 4.0. Here, here we go. It's, it's, you know, one uh, tyrannical state government after another. And there's a lot of weird things going on that have been going on in uh, Georgia, going back to the original election, going back to Brian Kemp and his original statements. Um, And there's a lot surrounding that. And I'm very, very excited of how they framed it. And what they're actually doing down in Georgia. I have all of the charges here, but before that, Dan Scavino, I want to start the show off a little positively. Dan Scavino posted a video, and I don't know who made it. Uh, we were speculating it might have been it might be a Lauren Eve video. So Lauren, if you're if you're if you check this out, can you confirm or can someone from the Dilly Meme team confirm or if you made it, let me know. Uh, we'll give you a shout out. But it's it, it fully encompasses. Donald Trump is a man and what what he's going through, because I don't think any of us can put ourselves in his shoes right now and, and, and what's going on. Like, really think about what they're trying to do to this man in every way possible. The full weight of the government is trying to destroy this man's life, destroy everything he's doing at, while being the leading candidate uh, for the GOP, being uh, the leading candidate, beating Joe, Joe Biden, according to all polls. Um, it's it's unbelievable and completely unprecedented and alan had the opportunity if you caught our saturday uh saturday show alan had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with big don donnie um and he's chilling he's he's got tons of energy nothing's bothering him he's enjoying the golf tournament like i couldn't imagine being in his shoes and dealing what they're doing dealing doing what they're doing to him and handling it the way that he's handling it uh he, didn't have, he, he doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't have a care in the world and, and at least if he does you'd never know it because he i was literally with him i don't know six and a half seven hours on sunday nonstop with his grandkids we're with uh you know eric trump ivanka he's, trump he's so their kids Alex. and like just they, they were just like it, it was he was he was just happy he was eating pepperoni pizza making sure everybody was eating hot dogs and french fries and drinking cokes and just that having a great time with, with golf and watching the golf tell, telling war stories about yeah. his pilot like yeah his pilot was there i mean i i was i was i was, I, was <laughs> I had more i literally had the the whole highlight for me was actually just having the, like a, a couple hour conversation with his uh, pilot of a uh, personal helicopter pilot for 39 years up until two years ago, like, and flew all seven of his helicopters that he owned. I would like, I was a Vietnam or get him on the show and just, just hear some of the stories and, and things that he's done in his life. He's going to write a book. We had a conversation. I was like, you got to write a book. And his wife was like, I keep telling him that. And he goes, I, w- I want to write a book, but I don't have anything bad to say about the big guy. And I go, well, that's even that's even uh, more of a reason to write the book, especially now. Yeah. So actually, it was uh, I, I, he's going to do it. He actually told me at the end of the day when we were uh, going to our cars, he's like, you know, you, you really like energize me and really wanting to write the book. And I got Laura Loomer was with us 
Okay, she's getting uh, you know with the me, the media and the DeSantis camp were, were beating the hell out of her for uh, and and Donald Trump for, oh, for I being know. with her all day, and uh, she you know she gave him her, her publishers information and stuff like that. So I, I hope he writes a book because I think it would be an unbelievable. Uh, I do too. Uh, story. And if he does, if he does, I'd love to have him on to promo the book and uh, you we'll know that would be fantastic. But uh, I. I I think this video is phenomenal and uh, really kind of just shows the man that Donald Trump is. Who counts? Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who, at the best, knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So I, I really think that video encompasses what Donald Trump is doing. And this is exactly why we need to vote for this man. And I've said a few times, uh, Alan, that there's, they're, they're not doing all of this. They're not trying to indict him and trying to stop him from running. Because I, I truly believe that they don't care um, if – they actually convict him at this point, because if you look at the schedule of what's coming up, he's going to have to have eight different court court appearances, whether it's arraignments, whether it's uh, just uh, regular appearances before Super Tuesday, mm-hmm. before Super Tuesday, he's going to have to make court eight court appearances while he's campaigning, while he's doing all of these things. And they're going to try to bog him down so much that it's impossible for him to run. That's, I think, what they're attempting to do at this point. And it'll be a failed attempt. It's not that they, oh, without a doubt. no question. Nothing is going to stop him and from running. And there are, there are, there might be appearances that he may be able to, and they even spoke about this. He may be even, uh, they may even waive his actual physical appearance and his attorneys are present depending on what is on schedule for that. I'm not talking trials. I'm talking just hearings and things like that yeah. because things are going to be, um, be postponed because once discovery happens, especially the Georgia trial, but it's, they want, they don't listen. They know there's nothing in any of these cases that he's charged with. Even if he's convicted of can prevent him from running for president. And people have to understand that nothing in, nothing in any of these charges and convictions just say, can prevent him from running. He can literally stay on the ballot and run for president from prison, technically. Without um, yeah. Especially because they have him in charge of sedition and treason. What, what they what, what they want to do 
is yeah bog them down mentally wear him down financially break him hinder his campaign interfere with the election and just see if they can get enough people to turn away from him and just and 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 not vote for him vote for a weaker candidate or whatever it is yeah or give um, up that he like he's he's screwed he's tainted goods he's unelectable that 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 narrative that they continue to push uh especially the just simps like it, it's it's wild that they think that this this is not it's not okay but because it's happening we need to move on like they're they're all out there right now like yeah we agree this is wrong but because this is happening, he's not getting out of his own way and making it worse for himself. Uh, what is he supposed to do? Literally, what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to fight back. He's supposed to stand up for what what's right, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's you not also have, have any of them. You also have um, that. You also have DeSantis influencers with with large Twitter accounts and some with medium sized Twitter accounts who are on there saying, "Well." Not much your guy's going to be able to do from prison anyway because his orange jumpsuit is coming. And then I always, you know, I'll, I'll sometimes I'll comment and go, well, it's, it's pretty sad that, you know, since you voted for him twice that now what you're wishing for him to go to prison? Like, is that is that what you're is that what you're saying uh, in a way? And it's let's Donald Trump is not seeing a day no. in jail. No it's, 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 it's a fact. And. Yeah, I mean, where do you start? You start in Georgia. You know, Georgia's the big hot, hot ticket, and there's nothing there. They even admitted that there's in like the whole RICO thing. Like the, the none of these chart, none of these charges or these counts alone could be um, considered illegal. But then when you put the whole network together, it it, it becomes racketeering and conspiracy so and the gonna RICO. Up, I'm gonna bring that up in a second, but it's. Just from 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 Jump Street, like we called, we knew that this this indictment was eventually going to come. We knew weeks ago, months ago, that eventually there was going to be an indictment coming from Georgia, and the grand jury wasn't even finished deliberating before a clerk put the indictment into the docket. Right, they they, and it was great because did you? Did you see the the most updated excuse? What's the most updated excuse, Alan? The most updated excuse from the clerk herself, the inter- for who they interviewed today, I believe, or yesterday. And they, she said the document itself was a work. It, it was a test. What it was was, I forget the exact word she used. She loaded it up on the website. And instead of hitting copy, she hit send because she was under a lot of pressure. They they were stressing that everything had to be done right. <laughs> when asked when she said the document was fictitious, her answer was, well, lack of a better word. And everybody from my office, we were like, well, it was fictitious because it wasn't an official document because it didn't have the stamp on it and some, uh, some other identifying marking that would be on an official document let alone signed by the grand jury uh, you know a, a four person and things like that and which is signed by her. Which is a crazy leftist right so they all are and so then, then it, it, it went as far as oh look they they they, they did this then yeah. they forgot to redact all of the jurors names mm-hmm 
Like, look at how f- stupid these idiots are. So, like, technically, leaking, leaking the grant, le- leaking any sealed jury information or indictments, uh, sealed indictments, anything like that, before they're technically unsealed and 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 voted on by a grand jury. Technically, they say it's a felony, mm-hmm. and oh, listen. Was it done on purpose? Probably. Was it? Could it? Could it be an accident? Maybe. Doubtful. <laughs> but it was done, and and then raises the question: Does this mean that there's a major due process violation for every person that was indicted? And is it violating constitutional rights? Forget about the charges themselves, about tweets and phone calls and meetings, but. I have that as well, but here, here is uh, I don't know who's asking the question, but asking Fanny about the, the leak and and listen to her response. According to the Fulton County clerk's office that was circulated on Vox reporter charges against former president Donald Trump. Those that fictitious document uh, matched exactly the charges that we now see in this indictment. Can you tell us more about that document leak? Uh, Because now you have, the former president's lawyers who are saying this is emblematic of a serious problem with your office. No, I can't tell you anything about um, what you refer to. What I can tell you is that we had a grand jury here in Fulton County. They deliberated till almost eight o'clock, if not right after eight o'clock. It was returned. It was true build. And you now have an indictment. Um, I am not an expert on clerks duties um, or even administrative duties. I wouldn't know how to work that system. And so I'm not going to speculate. Next question. Have you had any contact with the special counsel about overlap between these cases? And do you intend to try? I'm not going to comment because I don't know how to do that. So (laughs) the better question is, is the district attorney's office separate from the county clerk's the court clerk's office like does because if it is okay because if it's not if if the if the elected district attorney's jurisdiction also rules over the court clerk's office mm-hmm. then she should she should have an answer but apparently there's like the separate court clerk so maybe it's a separate department within the court system um it, whether it it doesn't even matter all the logistics of it it's it was leaked. She's playing dumb. She probably knows all about it, but it says if it comes up, just you don't know. Just like the Supreme Court leak, just yeah, like same. all these other leaks that never have happened before, grand jury leaks. It's it's absolutely bananas. And so, they're go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna. No, bring just, there, there's so many moving parts, and like we'll, we'll get into it as 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 we 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 go through stuff, but everything from. Like just all everything that or most no everything that they talk about in this indictment are things that happened when Donald Trump was sitting president of the United States. So things like tweeting about watching OAN, the hearings are going to be amazing. Things about Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, okay, at the time. So government official, federal government official, facilitating meetings with state legislators, uh, uh, phone calls and things like that, which are all 
things that they put as counts in this indictment, which is completely ridiculous, 95, 96 pages long, those are all things that were done in the in the color of service of them serving in the White House. So technically, and like what Mark Meadows is doing, what his lawyers are doing, is they're filing a motion to have his case, Mark Meadows, pulled out of the Georgia court and sent to federal court. And they're urging their attorneys from this group and his attorneys urging Donald Trump's lawyers to do the same thing because if Donald Trump did all of these things while he was president of the United States, and the things, they're not crimes, the phone calls, which he has every right to do and contest an election, Mm -hmm. then if it's moved to federal court, he can then fight and probably defend himself under presidential privilege because he was president at the time which he should and and these are all of the charges i believe not all the people that because i have a a list of all the people being charged yeah and and the only notable people on there that people would really know like rudy giuliani and and powell and jenna ellis i mean it's we got violation of the georgia rico racketeering influence corrupt organizations act soliciting a violation of oath by public officer false statements and writings false statements and writings soliciting violation of both public officer same thing false statements and writing a person a public officer uh conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer forgery in the first degree conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree and these are all of the people that have been charged donald trump 13 charges Mm -hmm. rudy which is wild to me. Rudy is like the godfather of the RICO Act. Yeah. He's being charged yeah. under the RICO Act. Absolutely insane. Uh, but yeah, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, Ray Smith, Cindy Powell, Cheesebro, my man, Cheesebro, uh, Michael Rowan, Jeffrey Clark, Misty Hampton, Robert Cheely, Jenna Ellis, Kathy Latham, Dave Schaefer, Sean Still, uh, Trevenian Cootie. Foodie, Stephen C. Lee, and Scott Hall. These are all these are all the people that have been charged in the Georgia case. And they have until Friday. Mm-hmm. Until Freedom Friday. So Freedom Friday, we should be able to tell you who has turned themselves in. Uh, no, it's uh it's Friday of ne- it's it's Friday of next week, the 25th. Oh, uh, so in 10 days. They have 10 mm-hmm. days. The following Friday. Are we doing a Freedom Friday that Friday? I don't even know what the date is, but well, yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't even know. You need it. It's the twenty fifth. You just said it's. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have my. I don't have my calendar in front of me. I don't know if we're doing one or not. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, if I if I I need I need an assistant to uh to 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 know my calendar. Otherwise, I have to go look at it. But I'm it, the same way. Don't worry. It's it's it doesn't like they can indict a hundred and twenty people. Mm-hmm. They can indict four hundred people, and mm-hmm. it's like again that there's there's nothing that when you look at some of these things again they when they're when they're reciting tweets about like tweets yep and phone calls mm-hmm. not none of it none of it makes sense well it it makes sense to the fact of why they're doing it throw shit at the wall and see what sticks mm-hmm. every person on that uh, defense on that prosecution team, all of them are all major Democrat donors. They're all Democrats. It's a blue county. It, it's uh, n- There's nothing bipartisan about it. That You see how she smirks when she says Donald Trump. 
you know, it, it, Fanny Phony Willis. It's literally, uh, it's I, there's no word for it. It's just other than bullshit. That's exact. That's exactly what it is. They're they're doing it by design. Uh, they want to try to demoralize his base any way possible, and it's backfiring bigly. Um, and 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 it really just kind of shows that they're desperate. They're 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 doing anything that they possibly can to stop. Because like I said at the top of the show, they're not doing this. They're not going through all of this uh, and wasting all of this money and using all of these resources for no reason. And it's, and 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 it's not just because they don't want Donald Trump to get in office. Because they know they know that just like the previous four years. They can wait him out another four years and it'll put a delay in, in their plan, but they'll be able to pick up where they left off after Donald Trump got in office. It has to be something way bigger than this. It has to be something that uh, what I think is they're going to be held accountable for a lot of their crimes, which are treasonous. Um, it's the only way for to, to stop this from ever happening again. Donald, something Donald Trump says all again, all the time, this can never happen again. Um, is to hold hold these people accountable because what they are doing is so so treasonous. People are literally think that this country has fallen. Like that that that's where we're going. And, and imagine, and, and on the other flip side of it, imagine the amount of people out there that literally think these DAs and these prosecutors and these four indictments are heroes and patriots, and they're finally taking down the evil con man. It's I I I think those people exist, but they're not nearly as many as before. I I I I really I really I think that's the case. I look 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 at this. Hold on. Let the me... fact of the matter is, there's too many of them that uh, think that way. Yes and no. I mean, look at this guy. Never voted in my life, but all these indictments. Every time there's some scandal about Hunter Biden, Trump gets indicted. Because of this, I'm going to vote for Trump for the first time I've ever voted in my life. Anyone else? Comment below. And there's so many people like this. Like Shaney Rich is doing a phenomenal job. Shout out to Shaney Rich. He's going around and doing this. Uh, believe it or not, I actually did not vote. I wasn't very much into politics. What's going on in the last three years up until now? I noticed a huge shift in everything. I felt the need to do research and educate myself. Now I am confident in myself that I will be voting Donald Trump in 2024. Trump or Biden? Trump. Trump? Why? He's just a real nigga. Like, I'd rather my president tell me exactly Racist. what it is. Yeah. Then, like, beat around the bush, you know? Like, he just let us know what it is. Trump 2024. 100% Trump. He is for sure for America. He has always fought for America. Trump 2024. If Donald Trump was here right now, what would you tell him? Now, nah, I told that boy, bring back the gas prices, bring back, the- <laughs> bring back all that shit. That boy had to stay lit, man. You know what the f- I'm saying? Trump 2024, you know what I'm saying? Forever. That boy, free Kodak, man. Trump or Biden? <laughs> This is crazy, contradicting, but I'm picking Trump. You're picking Trump? Yes, I don't like Trump as a person, but I like his policies and the way he just conducts business. A lot business. of people, it's, it's authentic. Personally, I voted for Biden. He made it sound good. Um, his campaign was awesome. So, boom, he caught my his eye, but now it's awesome. like, okay, I'm not really seeing <laughs> what he said versus Trump. The wall, this, like, everything just started happening. I just don't feel satisfied yet trump or desantis i'm gonna be honest with you i'll f- with trump to be honest with you bro for real trump really did this sh- 
like him because he's about money. It wasn't about no politics. He wanted to make America great again. Through Trump. You know what Trump did for us? Ron DeSantis didn't do shit for us. I only know who Trump is. So you rocking with Trump? Hey, yo, that boy Trump, you making sure get they bread. I ain't gonna lie. So you thinking Trump 2024? I'm thinking Trump for life. Now just make sure they wake up and vote. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, this, this video goes on for another two and a half minutes. Yeah. People just yeah. saying the same thing, going over and over again, saying how they're voting for Donald Trump. And it's, he like, he's got dozens of these videos, Alan, where he's going, going all over. And videos are great. Videos are great. And, and people on them are great too, but you know, there's still a lot of people that are just fucked in the head. I, I'm well, going to give I you an agree, example. Alan, but but, but I, I think the tides are changing. I really <sighs> do. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm not going to sit here ever and say, oh, no, we're good. The tides are changing. Everything's going to be okay. No, no, no. no. Of course I'm, not. And, and, but but, that, but that, that's the message is if you feel confident to anyone out there, if you feel confident, you have a problem. You, if you're not every day thinking whether you see the polls and Donald Trump, because I'm already seeing it from conservatives and they're fucking morons, like, well, Donald Trump's leading of some 40, 50, 60 percent. Really? Because in my head, I see it. He's down 20. He's down 20 percent. So what are we going to do? Because I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to say to anyone. I think there are more people that are going to vote for Donald Trump that are saying that. Because the way society is in this in this country, that when they see an indictment and they see an arrest, it's automatically you're guilty until proven innocent. Because that's the way everybody's like wired. So, all right, I was watching something yesterday. Uh, this it's on a Netflix documentary. I forgot what it's called. It's fairly new. It was it was a, a crime that started in. Um, 94 and spans to 2004 and this goes to show just how wet-brained people are and will do something if they're manipulated enough like we talk about mainstream media we talk about influential people and even as far as cults they're they're the best and the elites are the best at manipulating yes without a doubt so this guy was based in florida and for 10 years he was calling into fast food restaurants, okay? And he was getting a manager or an assistant manager on the phone. And he was all over the country, and but he was based in Florida. He was calling, using calling cards on, on pay phones and saying, hey, uh, so-and-so police department, wherever that, that restaurant was located, police officer, very articulate, very laid back and said, one of your employees stole money from a customer and we need to deal with this. Your employee was a female, about five foot, brunette, petite build. Very general. And the manager and assistant manager is, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Sally. We have an employee that fits that description. Bring, is she there now? Yeah. Bring her into your office. Okay. And these people, assistant managers and managers of fast food restaurants, McDonald's, Taco Bells, and Hardy's all over the country. Some of them are teenagers still. No, 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 no. No, all the assistant managers, pretty much all of them were adults, some of them even in their 50s. And and some of the employees that this was happening to, that that didn't commit any crimes, they they were hoax phone calls, just hoax phone calls. They had these people 
strip searching their employees saying they you, they can either tell them they can either get strip searched at the police department or strip searched in the manager's office at Hardee's. And they were so intimidated saying, I don't want to go to the police department. And these managers and assistant managers were on the phone with a fake police officer telling their employees to get undressed. One guy was spanking his employee at the direction of this guy. One guy was well, getting a, was getting oral sex well, from, from at direction of this supposed police officer. No. For a span of 10 years, he ended up being a corrections officer in Florida until they finally tracked him down after 10 years. How did they catch this guy? They caught this guy because in this little town, I forget where, it had this happened in the back of a McDonald's for 3 hours. This girl, 18 years old, the ma- the assistant manager, this woman, her name was Donna Summers, older woman. Her fiance, they lived down the block. This cop was like, do you have a man, to the manager, do you have a man that you trust? And Oh, yeah, my fiance. Bring him in and he can help us. And she's out of the room, the manager, because the restaurant's really busy. They got this girl naked, covered with an apron. They made her put all her bags, take it out of the room, put it in her car in the parking lot. The manager's fiance on the phone, the co- the fake cop, said, "Put her over your knee and spank her. Get do a cavity search." This wo- this girl's in tears, and she thinks she. They interviewed her. She thought it was her last day on earth. She didn't think she was getting out of this. Like she she thought she was in trouble. She didn't know what was going on. The police are on the phone, and they the guy on the phone actually got this guy to make her give him oral sex. And she did it in the McDonald's manager's office thinking this is being for who in their right mind would say I'm the manager of McDonald's and I'm going to strip search one of my employees and not say, no, send the real cops here. Now this went on for 10 years over 80 times. No, I'm sorry. 90 times in 10 years. People are fucking dumb. There's no crazy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's that's a wild fucking story. Jeff in the chat said, Alan, get fucked. Um, But uh, thumbs up. uh, Fingers up. (laughs) It's wild. I agree. There's a lot of really, really fucking dumb people. and, And to sit here and be confident. What I am confident in, Alan, this is what I will say. I am confident in the overwhelming support throughout this country for Donald Trump. Uh, I, I think if we had an actual free and fair election and there was no rigging whatsoever, uh, Donald Trump's vote vote tally would destroy every single record Agreed. in the book. It wouldn't even be close. He'd be the most voted for president of all time, and it wouldn't even be close. And that's the thing I am confident in is, is his support. What I am not confident in is – uh, our election systems, our election process. And the only way that we are going to beat them is if we overwhelm their rigging to a point uh, that they cannot rig it any further. They're, they're not going to be able to deploy all the things that they had in 2020 uh, that they're going to use and that, that, that they want to use in 2024. They're going to have less weapons at their disposal. And I think we have a lot more voters. So that means we all have to show up uh, and show up extra hard and, and make sure the people that were like on the fence about voting because of the ring, bring them with you. Like you should make it and a vote poll. early. Yes. Vote early. I saw a poll earlier, actually. And it said, should we should uh, Republicans vote same day or should we go to early voting and and 
do all that. And it was surprising how close it actually was. And I, I really think that we have to start playing by their rules and using their, their tactics against it. And, you know, I'm glad Donald Trump has openly spoken about ballot harvesting and going to places and doing this. Cause these are, these are things that we need, we're going to need to do. Uh, and I, and I hope Charlie Kirk is on our, actually on our side and going to, uh, do some ballot harvesting for him. I think that's they're, what they're, they already have operations yeah. set up and they have bankyourvote.com uh, that, that Donald Trump has endorsed to. So, so yeah, I hope, I, yeah. I, I hope that's the case. So but what Donald, I, I want to go back, go ahead. Cause I want to go back to Georgia for a minute and talk about, you know, the, the, go ahead. I, I well, that's what I was, I was just going to mm-hmm. circle, circle back. I, to I gotta, I gotta bring something up because it's, it's, it's so hypocritical what's going on. So Donald Trump has been, and I think I know where you're going with this. Donald Trump uh, is being indicted for questioning Mm -hmm. the election uh, and tweets that he made about questioning the election. And these idiots have been doing this since 2015. Like this is, this is nothing. They're the biggest hypocrites that you could ever see. Yes. Um, And, you know, here's, I have the video that you posted earlier today, Alan. I'm looking for it, but I do have one is, uh, from yeah, yeah, that, I actually yeah. played it on this morning show with Jamie Raskin and all can win by three million votes and still lose. We don't see it. So we need numbers overwhelming. So Trump can't sneak or steal his way to victory. Right wing extremists already have a plan. That's the arbiter of truth, the biggest election denier right there. Election. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. But Jane, it was like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day and history will probably sort it all out. So of course he's obsessed with me. And of course I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much as he has a conscience. I mean, if you're going to let Russia get away with what they did, and are still doing, according to Christopher Ray, the current FBI director who said that last week, they're in our election systems. We're worried about 2020. She's he said. so creepy, dude. So, hey, let's have a great power contest and let's get the Chinese in on the side of somebody else. Just saying that shows how absurd the situation we find ourselves in. You can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen. Oh, stolen. And this is the clip that you played the afternoon. It's a mon- this afternoon. It's a montage of all these politicians that we because see every day. Ten of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified. I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin, which were not should not be legally se- se- certified. Mr. President, I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia on the grounds that the electoral votes no, were no not. Debate. There's no debate. And I object to a certificate uh, from the state of yeah, North Carolina. Right. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. Um, I object. I object to the certificate from the state of Alabama. The electors were not lawfully certified. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yes, Mr. President. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. 
The objection cannot be entertained. Debate is not, not in order. Even with the there is no debate in order. Is it signed by a senator? There is no debate. There is no debate in the joint session. There is no debate. There is no debate. There is no debate. And the mass please come to order. The objection cannot be received. But the Russian Section 18, Title III of the United States Code prohibits debate in the joint session. I do not wish to debate. I wish to ask, is there one United States senator who will join me in the gentlemen? So here, here's so here's the thing. You had seven different members of Congress come up and try to dispute the certification of the election. And I, I'll, I'll go on record saying this might have been the only thing Joe Biden did right in his career in politics was to put them all in their place because none of them had a senator joining them. None of them did it right. They all had the right to do it, but they didn't do it right. And that's why they got the smackdown by then Vice President Joe Biden. He had probably just gotten a fat check in his bank account from China. So he was just all high on life, no debate, and, and he did the right thing. But okay, <laughs> seven people didn't do it right, questioned the outcome of the election. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, the day after the election, all said that the uh, the the, uh, the the election was hijacked, it was stolen, and the mainstream media was complicit in it. They helped the Russia hoax, literally the Steele dossier that was fabricated by the Hillary Clinton's campaign, to so all the people involved there. And then let's put the big giant cherry on top, okay? The, the original job of the hut, Stacey Abrams, who still to this day has not conceded the governor's election in Georgia and went on speaking tours and, and so many interviews. How well, didn't she write a book as well? I'm not sure she might have. Uh, literally, the, I played some of a video today of it. And, and after two minutes, it was a five minute video. And after two minutes, we got the picture of what are with all of these new rules now that you can get indicted for questioning and trying to dispute the results of the election where are all of those indictments where is stacy abrams where is jamie raskins where's maxine waters indictments where's hillary clinton's and nancy pelosi's and all the people involved nowhere to be found alan in the steel oh. dossier for doing what they did to try to manipulate elections nowhere to be found and it's it's no surprise it's it's no surprise it's a two-tier justice system uh and you know you expect them to do what they're doing we've we knew this was coming months and months and months ago um but uh you know you have to remember that right after the election brian kemp who's heavily involved in this georgia situation he came out and initially stated that he was going to do a signature ver- ver- verification audit. Right. And I want to bring up the timeline of all of this, because this is, this is very important to this case. Um, uh, Pepe lives matter did a great job putting this all together. So a crash in Georgia basis, conspiracy or plot to silence. So, uh, on December 4th, 2020, Brian Kemp family suffers tragedy. His daughter's boyfriend dies in a fiery crack, car crash. Oh, sorry. I, sorry, I skipped the part. December 3rd, Brian Kemp went on Laurel Ingram's show to, and called for a signature verification order after the video surfaced showing people pulling boxes of ballots from underneath the tables and counting them after hours. No election supervisors present, which is illegal. And that's old, old Lady Ruby. Mm-hmm. 
So on December 4th, the very next day, uh, they suffer a tragedy. The, the daughter's, the Kemp daughter's boyfriend dies in a fiery car crash. December 5th, Trump holds a rally in Georgia claiming the election was stolen. And then August 15th, Kemp changed his tune, says the 2020 election was not stolen and there was no evidence of fraud. What happened between now and then? Was he intimidated in his silence? So well, here's I, I, probably intimidated. Yeah, politically, like, you know, where will you'll get ended. Your, your, your political career will be over. You, you, you know, we'll, we'll bounce you out, whatever it might be. It could be some small, it could be something big. Here's his ori- original statement about uh, election uh, signature verification. So pause. Hold on. On for a sig- You're not called early on for a signature audit. Obviously, the Secretary of State, per the laws and the Constitution, would have to order that. He has not done that. I think it should be done. I think, especially with what we saw today, it raises more questions. There needs to be transparency on that. Uh, I would again call for that. And uh, I think in the next 24 hours, hopefully, we'll see a lot more from the hearings that the legislature had today, and we'll be able to look and see what the next steps are. But that's what's good about where we are now uh, because of the recount that we're having in the state. It allows us. So that's him clearly stating he wants a recall. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, whoop, he changes his tune after this fiery car crash. And it's really sad this guy lost his life in a, in a terror. Like, look at that. Yeah. Car literally exploded. I don't know if there's any ballots in the trunk. And I wish I had the clip, but I wonder if, if it's on this thread. I actually didn't look. Um, Sydney Powell. Here it is right here. Actually, this is when it actually happened. What we are dealing with here is pervasive and very, very dark. It's organized, it's well-funded, it's pure evil. They are willing to kill people, a la Kelly Leffler's aide in Georgia, who was suddenly blown up oh, and he for- in I forgot his he car was on the way to a rally for her. Uh, he happened to be dating Governor Kemp's daughter. Governor Kemp was considering, I think at that point, a signature audit. And then the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent who was investigating that, he was the lead investigator, was suddenly dead within a week. Oh, just a coincidence. And suddenly we don't hear anything else about any of that. We are talking about trillions of dollars of global wealth at issue here the leadership and control of the of the most powerful country on the face of the earth. And I think what she was saying at the end, it's a very, a very, a very good point is that if Donald Trump gets into office, if, if Donald Trump wins, tri- all of their operations, whether it be human trafficking, whether it be the entertainment, agriculture, total monopoly over all of this, where they're funneling money, the laundering of money in Ukraine, big pharma, like the list goes on and on and on about how they're using this, how they're getting this money. Uh, it's tri- literally trillions of dollars. 
uh, is at stake if Donald Trump wins the election. They're not going to have access to it. They're going to be removed. It's going to be stripped from them, especially with the executive orders that Donald Trump uh, signed about an election, election integrity uh, and foreign interference into elections, about seizing all of their assets. And same with human trafficking. He did the same exact thing. Time, time will tell. And the biggest obstacle is getting to that point and getting past that point. And it's like, like nothing else matters, like, but coming together and making sure he gets through the general election and that 100%. It is not allowable by the American people for him to be removed from any ballot anywhere. No, and if and if he is, it's in a, you better write his name in uh, and 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 go go that that route. And un, and unfortunately, nobody wins on a write-in. But like it, it's people need to be put on notice mm-hmm. that if you're an elected official, and if you're that's why I said the what is it maybe a yesterday I said everyone needs to pay attention to the elected officials, your representatives, both local and national representation, federal and state level, county level, whatever it is, pay attention to the ones who are not saying anything, Republicans who are not saying anything about the Trump indictments publicly. Mm-hmm. And then Very obviously the, the ones that are talking negatively about it, but the ones that are staying silent, those are the fence sitters that cannot be trusted. So if they're not speaking out in support of And it doesn't even have to be out of support of Donald Trump that they want him to be president, but in support of him, no matter who the person is, that they are political opposition getting politically prosecuted by the rule, the current ruling party, because they're terrified. If, 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 if you're, if your representative or your Senator is not speaking out, you should be flooding their office with calls and asking them what their stance is on Donald Trump's indictments and will you come out and support him because he is being persecuted and prosecuted because he's their political opposition? Like these are questions that should be asked to every representative who's keeping quiet. You should be showing up at their offices. You should be locking up their phone lines and hitting the send button on the same email 150 times every day so that's all they see when they open up their email with those questions. If they can do what they're doing to Donald Trump, they can do it to us. And that's sure. that's the end goal. Like that's that's eventually what they want. They want Don, I said it last week and I'll say it again. Donald Trump continually says and puts out the meme, says the statement, they're not after him, they're after us. He's just in the way. And I truly believe that. He is he is the man that is fighting up against this deep state cabal and putting everything on the line while we the people wake up and understand what's going on and and start being outraged and start getting loud about what's going on and it's happening right in front of our faces it's but it's the, I agree but the uh, my problem is and and it's and it's a, it's a big question People can get loud all they want and they can send tweets and they can make TikToks and they can make videos, but are they making the real noise? Like, are they putting people on notice in groups? Like if, if there is a hundred people in your community that feels the same way and your elected representative is staying quiet, not saying a word 
either way about what's going on in this country as far as political prosecution and persecution, and you're not at their doorstep demanding answers on why or want out of their mouth how they feel, then then nothing is happening. I, I have called, and it, what's crazy is my congressman, my current congressman, who I used to be f- friends with, I cannot stand a complete 180 piece of shit. I send at least four or five emails a day to actually to his personal email, to his con- congressional email. I have his phone number. I text him. Who's this? Anthony D'Esposito. And I ask him and I call his office and I tell people they should be calling your office. Find out who your congressman and senator is and put their phone number, put their office number in your phone. It'll take you five minutes. Do it three times a day and get 10 people to do it and just ask the simple question. If they're not speaking out about the indictments and, and, and how it is an unbelievable travesty and 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 an unconstitutional operation. It's tyranny. And then you have to ask them and demand answers on where they stand. It's and if they're not going to give you answers, if we're all going to say we got to get to the ballot box and we got to get to the ballot box for everybody, people need to be primaried. People need to be voted out. Uh, Alan, I, we knew this a long time ago that Pete, I, I, I expect nothing. From any of these Republicans, Alan, nothing. I expect nothing. Like, I I don't care how many calls you make. I don't expect their stance to change. I truly think that they don't give a fuck. Look at all of the things that the Republicans let Democrats get away with. Do you know why they're not giving a fuck with, though? And I've had I've had these conversations with, with members of Congress, like, who I know. And they'll say it. You know, you get the same person that calls every week. The same one person. You get the one other person that calls every day. Nobody's offices is getting are, are getting flooded with a hundred phone calls a day about the same issue. And let me ask you. And, and 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 it's said to me that numbers will intimidate. Numbers will intimidate a member of Congress in their district. It doesn't even matter if the phone calls are coming out of their district. If people want to rally and go wave flags in a parking lot. They should be picking up the phone or showing up at their offices when they're in district, not showing up at their offices when they're in DC in session. Like there's, there's a big difference. And the, the big issue the big problem is, is the lack of, of, of boots on the ground engagement from people who are even just willing to just pick up a, a phone and make a phone call. It, well, it's just it's something as small as that. Uh, listen, listen, what is going on to Donald Trump? It shouldn't require the constituents of these leaders to, to say something about what is happening to this man. It is clear as day at what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish. Like it's so blatantly obvious that Hunter Biden and something happens in his case, all of a sudden the next day, Trump gets another indictment. Every single time, like clockwork. And it's so blatantly obvious. It doesn't matter if you're running for president. It doesn't matter if you're an elected official. You should all be speaking up about what's going on to Donald Trump. Because, again, 
He is a former president. If you want to be in that office, especially if you're running running for president, like the guys like Ron Meeple, Rob DeSantis, instead of being a coward and saying he's bringing it on himself and the elections weren't rigged, uh, you should be standing up and saying, listen, he's the former president of the United States. What you're doing is wrong. Uh, you shouldn't be attacking him. He has executive privilege because guess what? If you do happen to somehow magically win the primary, which is never going to happen, the same exact thing can happen to you. And the fact that the simps can't see this uh, and, and they won't, they won't, they won't do to Ron DeSantis or anyone in the Republican field oh. in the primary of what they would do to, to Never. what have they've done to Donald Trump that they would agree, but just, just the fact that they can, just the sure. fact that they're, they're, that they're doing this to Trump is setting a precedent that any other Republican that wins there, they can potentially do this to you as well. So you should be standing up just because of that. And if you're not, you're showing that you're controlled, you 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 you're not afraid of that happening to, happening to you by any stretch of the means, which you should if you're running for office. Um, it, it's 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 wild to me, Alan. The only reason Trump was attacked in the first place is because he was just came out of nowhere. He was never in politics, and he abandoned his New York high-profile Democrat friends that he had to schmooze being a big time real estate mogul in New York city. Mm -hmm. And they were not, they, they all loved him. He was loved by all. They loved his money. They loved his, his, his parties. They loved his charm. But the moment he decided to run for president of the United States as a Republican, it was all better off. We're in trouble and we have to, end this man by any means necessary any means that's the only reason well no it's not the only reason it's because of the actions that he did while he was in office and the things no, no, i mean i mean i mean when the first time he ran for president mm -hmm. that was the reason and that's really really what's stuck in their heads and then it just they, they, went they, on they, snowballed from there and, and and I think it's 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 more than just winning office, Alan. I really do. I, uh, because if it was, they okay. would just wait him out. Like, okay, let's let's let him win this time, so we just get the four years over with. Let's not let's let's just fucking deal with it. We'll yeah. be over and 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 move on. Um, but I, I don't think these indictments are. In, in, well, you think the fourth indictment against Trump is just another headline? Think again. This is a clear sign that they want us to know they are coming for us and they're not pulling any punches. It started with whispers, rumors, and the media painting Trump and his supporters as a villain. Now it's a full-blown assault on everything we stand for. It's We're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Is it a coincidence that they're going after Trump again? Hell no. It's a calculated move, a chess game, and they're playing for keeps. They want control, power, dominance over the soul of this nation. Trump stood up to the system, the machine that's kept us in wars, kept the elites in charge, and kept the American people poor. He revealed the ugly truth, and now they want to silence him. They've convinced the masses that Trump was evil, even though he was the first president to not start a war in years we're in the midst of history and it's not looking good for us but that doesn't mean we give up we fight we stand strong we rally behind the man who dared to challenge the status quo if you want less drama if you want to live in ignorance go ahead 
But know this, the consequences of your cowardice will be felt for generations. The battle is raging, and it's time to choose a side. Stand with Trump, stand with freedom, stand with America, or watch as everything we love is torn apart. The choice is yours. But know this, history will remember the brave, the bold, the ones who stood up and held their ground. Be one of them, be a true patriot, be a true Trump supporter. The future of this nation depends on it. I you couldn't know, get any better. It, you're right. It's a, it's a, it's a great video. And, and, and I, I got to say it again. Like, people just have to realize, too, you have Donald Trump is the guy in this position. Just take the man out of it for a second, because when Donald Trump is long gone, whether he serves the other four years or he ages out and he's done, realize that the fight is goes on it doesn't stop and and may get harder and worse because we see what they're doing to someone like donald trump and they can do it to anybody and donald trump is very good at galvanizing the base and, and emboldening the base for the support and the um just electrically charged determination to want to save this country mm -hmm. it goes be and and he, he has said it himself it, it goes beyond him mm -hmm. without a doubt and you know what i i and i'm a i'm a diehard trump supporter i mean it's obvious but, but i didn't he, know alan i had no fucking clue <laughs> fucking. it's like he, Trump supporters also have to, a lot of them have to come to terms and just take a step back in a deep breath and just realize it's more than Donald Trump. Because I see a lot of tunnel vision um, and I see a lot at some of these Trump events and, and events where, where, where Trump shows up or, or even on TV and, and things. You know, Trump isn't a member of the Beatles. Trump isn't Elvis Presley. No. Trump isn't, you know what I like? He he's 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 more notable than those people in my opinion. Right. But my 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 point is never idolize anyone. No and, and even even Donald Trump, these people and but some of these people, James, it's like they oh, live they, and breathe. So, if, if, if he offered. Yeah, like like they, they live and breathe Donald Trump. And that's great because he's the guy in the position. Like he is the man in the arena right now. But right now because in 10 years from now it's going to be a different man in, in the arena and if the man in the arena at that time is an our man or is our man in the sense of political party but not our man as a fighter it's still the responsibility of we the people to stand up for our country and 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 fight against tyranny whether that, that man that? in the arena is a fighter or not and, and people have to really come to terms with that well, I, I, I don't think there's any going back at this point. I, I, I don't think that like the majority of the country is aware of what's going on, a very large majority, more than I'd ever imagined in my entire life, uh, being aware of what's going on and being so in tune with politics. And whether they're new to the situation and like still trying to figure things out, they're aware of the corruption. They see it. Um, and, you know, they see it from different angles and different points of view. 
But a lot of people see what's going on and they see the polarization of Hunter Biden and Donald Trump. And they see the polarization of the media's response to both of those. They see the economy and they see Donald Trump's economy. They see the prices of gas. Like they, all these things play a role in these, the, the way that people are thinking. And I, I, I I've said it many times, Alan, I truly believe if Donald Trump goes in, serves the four years and massive change, massive change, the bureaucrats aren't cleaned out, people aren't held accountable. I have I have no faith in the future of this country. Zero. But here's here's the thing. All of that's not going to happen in four years. All right. Like it, literally it's it's four years to get the country back on track. And to at least start to dismantle and gut these these well, weaponized departments, right? Like from the top down, leadership and things like that, that can change. And in those four years, it also has to be figured out who the successor is going to be. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that Donald Trump has a big say in that. Uh, say, you know, call him a kingmaker on who's going to... Su- Who's going to succeed him to carry on that same that, legacy? Know, we've had this discussion before. Yes. I, uh, we've had it before. And, and, and I don't like as much as I love people like Byron Donald, I don't see him as filling those shoes quite yet. I don't know. No think- one's going to fill Donald Trump's shoes ever. And they, they, they don't have to, but they have to just be able to uh, embrace America first and embrace uh, wanting to kick tyranny in the ass, like the, we we will never ever ever get anything close to a Donald Trump again, unless what? we somehow what? it gets worked on and Don Jr. decides he wants to run for president. Let me let me because you know Donald Trump is has now now confirmed that uh, the DOD and Space Force have the real count. And uh, we have this trial coming up. And Donald Trump has continued to talk about how they have this irrefutable evidence that will exonerate him and the case should be dropped. He's talking about it literally every day. And uh, what if he comes into this court case and he presents that as the evidence? What if he does? Irrefutable evidence. That's uh, for the and that's for the jury to decide. Uh, yes, of course, of course. But or for a judge for somehow to, to uh, declare a mistrial again, for some reason. Again, again, the court of right now, the court of public opinion is more important than anything. The court of public opinion is way more important than any any ruling in this, and and who knows when that evidence may even be presented. It could be well after the twenty twenty four election, but. They're already trying to speed up the trial in that case. They're already trying to, I think, March 9th is they're trying to have the first trial. For which one? For the Georgia case. Yeah, but the problem with Georgia, they, they know that. So Fanny uh, Phony Willis has, has actually will have no say. It's the judge. And here's the thing, what's going on with that. The, the judge has total rule of the trial and how it's going to work and working it out with the defense and the prosecution. Mm-hmm. From, from my understanding, the judge who's assigned to this, I don't have the name, is a newly appointed judge that was appointed mm-hmm. by a Republican, obviously. They haven't had 
I think it's I forget when the last time there was a a, a Democrat there, but uh, governor. But as a new judge, and is in a, a sort of panic mode because new judge, new appointed judge, Republican appointed judge, has a case of the indictment of Donald Trump, the forty fifth president, Rudy Giuliani one of you know the most iconic mayors in America and other people and, and has to like, holy shit, this has to be done in, in such a way that it, it's, I, I couldn't even imagine being in that judge's shoes. Now, that dope DA thinks that they're just gonna try all 19 people at the same time, mm-hmm. which is going to be impossible there is I don't think the judge is is going to allow that at all. And I, because I think it, it's really physically and logistically impossible because now you have whatever it is, 19 defendants, mm-hmm. at least minimum of 19 attorneys, but it's probably going to be more like 30 or 40 attorneys, okay, if not more. Then the discovery of every single defendant, and hearings and motions, there is virtually no way that this case could could uh, they're going to lose on the time frame, the time clock, the time well, is going to run out. I, I I agree with you, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to try. That doesn't mean that they're not going to try to push this through as quickly as humanly possible. They can try, but humanly, it's humanly impossible. And uh, they, they shot themselves in the foot already for that. Alan, a lot of the things that they have been doing, Alan, to be fair, we previously thought was humanly impossible because it's unconstitutional, because you, you, uh, we've never seen it before. It's unprecedented. Just these indictments alone should be humanly impossible. I didn't think they were humanly impossible. Like I, on the well, contrary, I, I expected them. We, uh, I'm just, I'm just I, talking about the 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 way the trials are going to go, and just being familiar with with, with the process where it's, you know, jury selection alone for these trials are going to be a shit show. Oh, it's going to be bananas because the the judges are going to get so frustrated, probably from every defense attorney because they're going to ask questions to the jurors. Well, who did you vote for in 2020? Who did you vote for in 2016? Mm -hmm. Did you vote for Donald Trump? Did you donate to his opponent? And I mean, I don't see how they're going to be able to even – I think I think that's going to be a fight in itself in like say DC in the in the DC case the Jack Smith case Big because one. if I if I was if I was the d- defense team I would literally be you know uh, disqualifying every juror I'm imagining the judges are going to have to set rules in jury selection as to say well you're only allowed twenty disqualifications use them wisely or some shit like that. Like that I, I think I, I, that, I, is, that is instituted. I really I really yeah. wouldn't, but I it also wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't if uh the Trump team 
wanted things to be sped up a little bit because of the evidence that they have because they of don't want it to be sped up the, that i know for a fact the uh things that, that that they can be using and introduce in court um it's there's a lot of damning evidence like i'm just lady ruby alone just all the things that they can present from from what i understand fries their case, fries their case. from what i understand that they they've the trump team's defense teams have been working on every type of scenario that could possibly be thrown at them in court. However, again, every judge in every case is going to have the ultimate say on what they allow to be admitted as evidence in the case, both prosecution and defense that they both, I mean, the judge has the ultimate say, like they're going to have, you know, with discovery and all the evidence hearings and stuff. And they're going to say, well, we're going to, we're going to submit this. And the judge is going to look at it and say, no, you're not like, and then, you know, it's listen, you're not wrong. It's definitely in the realm of possibility, but like you said earlier, it's a, you know, in some cases like Georgia, it's a Republican judge. It's a new guy. He, he may allow more than, than we thought. And sure, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I was more thinking I, the DC I, case. Oh, yeah, but I think the Georgia case is in terms of the evidence that we have for election fraud. This is going to be the first time to introduce evidence legally into uh, a court setting, and there's tons of it. There's a, I f- think, I'll be honest with you, I think, and they, they that might come to that, but if I was the defense attorney, I would in the Georgia case. Me personally, and I'm not an attorney, I think I would focus on directing the case as you are talking about the president of the United States. And I would be I would be arguing jurisdiction when you when you talk about the president of the United States and the and the chief of staff facilitating calls for Pennsylvania when you're speaking about things in Pennsylvania in Georgia and Arizona like, and yeah. other states they yeah. they they've been doing it nonstop you're absolutely right but uh, you know it is definitely a form of defense and i think that's a great great defense but if you have an opportunity to intru- introduce evidence that you've been holding on to uh in a very public manner like I, i'm praying i'm praying i doubt it's going to happen i doubt it but a lot of people are calling for that they televise this so at least one of these trials. Well, Georgia, Georgia is going to be televised. It's not a federal case. And um, uh, New York is probably, I mean, New York is probably going to be televised unless the judge says no, because it's a state case. The, the federal cases are not going to be televised. The two judge, federal cases aren't yeah, going to be judge, televised. The judge can rule differently, but. Uh, they can, but I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. Schiff is calling for it to be televised. Well, uh, Trump's team is calling for it to be televised. Well, That's so, the one thing everybody's agreeing on. So, so maybe maybe it does, dude. It's it's a very yeah, it possible because because again, uh, you know, everybody's watching. I saw a meme today. It was uh, you know uh, Trump supporters and Trump haters all wearing shirts with uh, Trump's mugshot on it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all wearing mm-hmm. like everybody's wearing a mugshot shirt because we all want this. Like we love this. This is the fourth indictment that Donald Trump was talking about that will guarantee his 
his election. Like this, I, li- I, I literally, if I, if I was in charge of campaign merch, would have that mug shot on a T-shirt within the next twelve hours, with literally like four hash marks under it, like you know, in, indictment one, two, whatever it is, and oh. and and selling them all over the country to fundraise for both the campaign and legal team. And they would, they probably rake in $50 million just on t-shirts. Me, me, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Jebba Ellis, who continues to uh, say that Donald Trump is using his campaign funds for legal fees is now grifting with a give send go to get legal fees. Well, for she, her. I don't, she, she really didn't, she wasn't hitting it too hard about his money. He was, she was, she was, she's more hit. She's not really hitting Trump directly. She's hitting Trump supporters and Trump surrogates directly. She's being a little tactful. It doesn't matter because what, you know, what, what she's, she's burned her bridges and what she's doing. And I said this the other day, like Jenna Ellis was a Trump hater before she was hired by Donald Trump. Yep. Kayla McKinney. She's only, she's only, um, she's only got two counts. I think she's part of the Rico count, and yeah, she's, you know, she's got- an attorney herself. And I wondering what she's gonna do when they go to her, similar to like what they did with Roger Stone in his trial. This is listen, we could pretty much make all of this go away if you cooperate and tell us this, 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 and that about the president. Basically lie to save your soul your law license and if anyone out of that group um she's in the she's in the top and it's not even folding because there's nothing to fold on like people are out there saying well jenna ellis is going to be the rat well in order to rat there has to be a crime that you're ratting on and there's nothing to rat on it's more of if you want to save your law license and your career and your life this is what we need you to tell us. We need you to tell us this. And she'll and she'll she'll give it to him 100%. I don't I don't know if she will, but I'm saying if there I'm not saying she's going to completely do it, but if anyone was to do it and sit down and say I need to save myself that I'm going to do it, I think she would be the first out of that entire list. But hey, listen. In in a case like this, you don't know who's desperate enough to do desperate things to save themselves, you know, and, and it's, it's no question. No question. And you know, when you're bringing the, I, I said it earlier, when you're bringing the full weight of the government on top of somebody, it's, I don't know how Donald Trump handles it the way he's handling it, regardless of you're innocent or not. Like it's, it's gotta be a ton of stress, a ton of anxiety. Like imagine getting falsely accused of a rape and being in that situation and you're now in trial and you're sitting there like, I did nothing wrong. I did. I didn't do this. And you know, 100% for a fact that you didn't do this, but you're still being framed for it. It's fucking nerve wracking. Like that would be, that would, I would, it'd be very difficult to handle the stress of that. Uh, when you have, no, it's not just a, a, a girl making an ac- accusation. It's the entire U S federal government who's now coming, coming after you in multiple different cases. So I mean, it, it's very easy to understand how people could crack and, you know, um, take some yeah. offer like that. Like not everybody's Donald Trump. Most people aren't, he, and, you know, a, I, when when I was with him and, and he was focusing on speaking about the things he wants to do as far as policy, 
and 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 getting America back on track. And at no time he did he harp on them going after him. He was like just kind of like just focused on things he wanted to do and ideas he had. And you know, there, there was a, obviously we were there was a one a little bit of obviously of, of discussion about what's going on in Georgia and how you know the phone call and everything else. But it, definitely, when you see this this guy, he's just all in good spirits. Energy level is through the roof. He's not jaded or angry. Nothing, nothing. If he listen, if if he allowed all this to get to him and became jaded and angry, I mean, all the guy wanted to do again was watch golf eat some pepperoni pizza sign a shit ton of maga hats and go out in the crowd and throw them and smile and laugh as these people are grabbing them and putting them on and waving to them and going wild and seeing the thousands of people that spend hundreds of dollars to go there to not even spend the day watching golf but instead yeah because they're not out jacoby just no, just just what? No, what is it? What do you mean? Just just gather there. Yeah. To to get a glimpse of him in their maga hats, and maybe they if they walk a little bit, they'll see a little golf. Like these people weren't even in like a position to the whole day. None of them would move to go walk around the course and see golfers play golf. All they wanted to know is they knew Donald Trump was in that little little sweet vip box and mm-hmm. that those doors were going to open once in a while because that was the one way in and one way out and they were going to see him and be like you know 10 feet away from him 10 feet 20 feet away from him and scream and yell you know every time eric trump uh, well, walked up the ramp and he the place was going wild the usa chance donald trump walking out throwing hats and and that's and, all he cared about and then, and then, you know, that and, you know, he, you know, watching some golf on TV, having conversations, walking out on his balcony when the, when specific golfers were at the 18th hole, like nothing read this to this man that he was under the, because I don't know if this is, if this is the most stress he's ever been in his life and, and all the life experience he's had as a real, real estate billionaire mogul. I, I don't know. He's done so much in his life. It's hard to even say. It's got to be tough, man. Like you, got, but you, he, he, on every level, you would, you would never, ever, ever know it because no. the 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 man is is a energetic machine and mm-hmm. sh- and and sharp, like unbelievably, unbelievably sharp. So we have a little bit over a, a half hour left, and I want to show two things before we get into Hawaii and what's going on over there because I do want to talk about that. There's a lot of things going on, and I, I, I personally think that they're prefacing their next move with, with what's going on in Hawaii. Um, one is uh, I, I do want to show, just to remind everybody, the video from uh, Lady Ruby wheeling out the briefcases and suitcases of, of votes because a lot of people, like you talk to them, they forgot that that even happened. Yeah. Uh, they, they forgot that it even exists. And for the most part, it's been scrubbed from the internet. Uh, but um, this is, I think, a huge piece of evidence that Donald Trump could use in this case uh, to help him prove his innocence. 
He's trying to prove that he actually won the election, which is why his attorneys gave quite the show and tell here at the state capitol yesterday. They are going to pull ballots out from underneath a table. Attorneys for President Donald Trump, including Rudy Giuliani, told state senators Thursday that this election night video in Fulton County shows people taking out at least four boxes of ballots from under the table and counting them after hours with no election supervisors present. In a Fox News town hall last night, Governor Brian Kemp said he'd like to hear from the Secretary of State's monitor, who he's heard was in the room at the time, and he again pressured the Secretary of State to conduct a signature audit. And I called early on for a signature audit. Obviously, the Secretary of State, per the laws and the Constitution, would have to order that. He has not done that. Hey, to see a Fulton County. So, for those who don't know, in Fulton County, that was, I think, at the uh, Atlanta Hawks Arena. Yeah, that was at the same time that there was supposed to be the water main, the water pipe break. Oh, that was at, right. That's, that was what I was going to say. It was right mm-hmm. after the water pipe broke, they said, which we later found out was just a toilet was clogged. Right. It wasn't even a pipe burst. The toilet was clogged and it seemed like someone clogged it on purpose to flood it. With ballots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with ballots. Um, and they kicked everybody out. They sent everybody home. And just that group of people in that video were left. And you see them wheeling out these these cases that were underneath a table tucked away and just sending them through without any supervision and watching. And they're indicting Donald Trump. They're not looking into that. They're not checking any of that. They don't care about any of that. They're indicting Donald Trump. And and again, I don't even know if they would just bring I don't know if they would bring this in as evidence because I, again I think it's more of the defense of you're indicting evidence Donald because- Trump because he questioned and went and took measures to look into why he thought this was an unfair election not the fact the defense in this case isn't to prove that the election was unfair and was rigged and was there was irregularities i think the defense in this in this case is he had every right to do what he did as president Mm -hmm. he did for questioning the election because the georgia case from what i see it on its face is about criminalizing the speech of 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 saying this questioning the results of the election like if you question the results of the election it can lead to you getting indicted especially because you were the sitting president and you wanted to retain well, power only if you're donald trump though right so <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, if you're another yeah. politician that does that only yeah. if you're donald trump yeah so it, no yeah, listen that'll be interesting uh, I, I agree with you but that's the defense but it's also an opportunity for Donald Trump to introduce this evidence publicly. And I wouldn't be surprised if he he used this opportunity to do so in his defense. Well, I think Monday we're going to know a lot more on what the plan is because he's going to do a press conference at 11 o'clock at Bedminster, which I, I might actually be at. I don't know yet. Um, nice. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what he says on Monday because I think a lot of that – election defense stuff 
maybe more uh, well better placed at the DC trial with Jack Smith, but who knows? They may be able to do it in in, in all of the trials. Well, who, that, who knows how that'll work? Without a doubt, well, I, I, I think that they 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 overlap, uh, and I think a lot of this um, is more about public disclosure than 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 anything. And here's here's another good point is if they had all of this damning evidence that he was trying to overthrow the government in this big criminal conspiracy, why not put all of their resources and money into one big case instead of having now four cases in four different parts of the country where you know there's desperation here because it's the spray and pray tactic? Maybe hopefully one sticks. Right, because now that – vile twat governor in Arizona who probably should not even be in the governor's office in Arizona should not be is now calling for well maybe the Arizona attorney general should look into indicting Donald Trump for trying to uh, question the integrity of Arizona's election I think president I I think she's going to I I think that they're putting this in the docket for just in case they need to clog the media station. Like they're already foreshadowing. How often do they well, do? No, well, they, they would have to declare that there's a grand jury convened. So the attorney general made no statement. This was the ridiculous governor of Arizona, I believe on a radio uh, show. Katie Hobbs. Yeah. Katie Hobbs on a radio show talking about, well, maybe the Arizona attorney general needs to look into a Trump indictment because basically he did the same thing in Arizona as he did in Georgia, just on different levels. Well, but, th- but that, that, that could be a twofold media clogger for them. Like really think about this. Yeah. They, it, they, it could they, be. Something happens. They make the announcement that they've now convened a grand jury. That's now being talked about constantly in the news rather than whatever story that would break that they should be talking about. Like they've been doing the entire time. Right. Um, and then, and then when the grand jury, they'll probably sp- speed that through, uh, and and something else will happen. They're like, oh, Donald, the grand jury came back and they deliberated, and they're they're bringing an indictment. It's been unsealed, and it's going to happen that way. Uh, they're, 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 their whole reason they're doing this is to clog up clog up the media station, control the narrative, and not talk about the true crimes that are actually happening, and try to get Donald Trump to either back down or or, or not run or Damn it ruin his support so much that he doesn't get enough support. And they all of them, none of them are going to work. But like you said, Alan, like we said, the entire they, they, they're desperate. They're throwing things against the wall, hoping it sticks. And another great point to add on top of, of, of your point, Alan, is mm-hmm. why did they wait until now to do that all too. why did they why did they wait until now? Uh, they 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 could have done this right after the what after he made these statements and got it out of the way. They waited till now because they needed to try to pressure him during the primaries. Like they're they're making it very difficult. Like he's going to have to campaign and go go to eight court appearances or, or uh, um, get those maneuvered around so he doesn't have to appear. But still, a lot of work has to be done. At the same time, he's campaigning to be president of the United States. And uh, Liberty Twitcher in the Twitch chat said, can he win 
win the election a hundred percent if we all get together and vote we all everybody gets off their ass absolutely he can win the election one thousand percent he won in 2016 2016 was rigged as well they just didn't rig it hard enough they brought out all the all the tools in 2020 and i don't think that they have the same tools that they had in 2020 in in 2024 and i do i do think um i do think that they're setting up the next uh way to get people to do mail-in ballots to get people to uh stay home and stay in the house with a climate change lockdown uh reports are coming out of the un that joe biden is planning on doing a climate change lockdown um leak leak reports are coming out yeah get the fuck out and, of here he can plan all he wants and well well alan I, 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 the, the things that are going on all over the world with all these fires, Houston's having major fires. Uh, you have uh, fires in Spain, you have fires in Italy, Canada, are, are all these fires are happening. And, and you look more specifically at what's going on in Maui and you see what's the, the, the clear plan for what they're trying to do for this uh, Luana area, which is used to be the capital of hawaii before they were made a state and it was moved to honolulu uh it's very sacred ground people have been living there forever uh for generations and generations um and it's been well known and well documented that major elites wanted to come in and buy the buy up that land yes. so they live there Which they will now what, what they're already they're already trying to do um, of course. and i have a couple of videos to play because it's it's terrifying uh, and, and, and really sad. Uh, but I do want to just show uh, the fires and how bad and devastating they were. Like, getting an aerial view is wild. Wild. And it's just a coincidence, Alan. It's just a coincidence that everywhere uh, around the really rich mansions and big properties, it's almost like it had precision accuracy and it's just knew when to stop and didn't spread. And it didn't go towards the ocean. All the way down the beach. Everything else is burnt to a crisp. Yeah, it's wild. Look at this. This is where it gets really weird. All of a sudden, the, the wind, now it makes it to the beach. Now all the mansions are gone. Now it's made it to the beach. How, how is that? It perfectly, perfectly around you know what? all yeah. these mansions. Perfectly. Unfortunately, unfortunately to me, for me, it's not really an arguable point and anything to prove either way because um, wildfires are the most unpredictable. And I, I've been uh, – spent many years in the in the fire department and actually we had some pretty wild uh crazy fires back in the late 90s in uh, long island the pine barrens and some bird sanctuaries here and there and first of all they're absolutely terrifying they're more terrifying than any like structure fire you can go and fight because with winds and 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 the way the 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 the, the, the fire jumps and the burn patterns and when when the wind gets a certain way and they actually and I and I've witnessed this firsthand and they are wild these fire tornadoes they're called mm-hmm. and wildfires can precision burn now 
we don't know for for sure. I don't know if there was any fire, like if there were any type of um, suppression done there, like with 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 with, oh. with wild firefighting. So and it's just a coincidence that they shut off the water. It's just a coincidence that this town Maui has the largest. Uh, emergency alert system in the world right. and they, they didn't use it and, and they, they, they sent kids home from school yeah all these all these coin like one if one of those yeah. things happened alan if if just one of those things happened i'd mm-hmm. say okay maybe you got a point but all these th- these coincidences. I'm, I'm just I'm just talking about the way the fire is burning that has nothing to do with the emergency broadcast system or the water and technically that a wildfire like that would would mostly be be fought from the air with grabbing water from from the ocean the bay whatever it is swimming pools whatever they could grab i'm just talking about the way that burn pattern is it's not it's not out of the ordinary for fires to burn like that that's what i'm saying i'm not saying there's there's not anything well, nefarious behind it but i'm ju- i'm just saying you you can't you you can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that no, those houses didn't burn purposely you know what i mean i I am just point what i am doing is pointing out all these coincidences and again one by itself i can can see that it it, it, that that can happen but when you add up all these things that are going on with hawaii and i'm going to continue to to show more evidence Mm -hmm. uh but you know you add for example Locals of Maui were refusing to sell their land to the elites. The part of the island mainly destroyed by the fire was prime area right by the lavish mega mansions. Now, a lot of those locals are forced to sell their land and many tragically died in the flames. Oprah Winfrey has a luxury mansion in Maui. Completely yeah. fine. All of her land. She has well over 100 acres. Yeah. And every bit of her land, totally fine. Jeff Bezos, luxury mansion. Totally fine. Lady Gaga, luxury mansion, totally fine. Bill Gates. Here's the thing. Hold on a second. All these people have luxury mansion and it's completely fine. Where if I was any of these people and I had my luxury mansion, I would want the fucking thing to burn to the ground so I can get a bigger, nicer luxury mansion. So, I mean. Well, you're seeing what's going on with the insurance claims now, Alan. but But that doesn't, that is, all right, so I'm in the insurance industry. I'm an expert on insurance claims. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I do. That's what I, so fires, there would be no issues with your insurance claim. If you that's, had a not, that, and that's, not, that's not what the insurance companies are claiming. But it, it, it's wrong because homeowners for fires, with, no matter what the fire is from, that's cut and dry. When you get into wind and water, it's different. So, so it's. But, but I, so I have a couple lawyers to bring up to talk about this. All right, but I'm going to stop you for a second. Mm-hmm. What I do in the insurance industry, I'm recommended by lawyers, and lawyers take my I, advice. I, I'm just, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, I, like, I, I understand I, this. And when ins- insurance companies say things, it's people There's, like me. It's, mm-hmm. it's our job to go through policies and point to them why they're wrong. Multi- and 99.9% of the time, it's always they're wrong. Multiple reports are coming out of people being denied insurance claims. Because of they're not they're doing uh, work outside of the zoning and things like that. Well, then that has nothing to do with the peril, the loss in the claim. Like if there's a violation of the policy, and it could be anything simple as and that's that's what they're saying. It's a violation of the policy. So th- then then those are accurate denials unless you can prove that they're wrong. 
in in why they're denying the claim. Like, for instance, if you have a if you have a uh, it could be as simple as just just something easy. You own a home, mm-hmm. you own a single residence home, and you rent it out, and you don't live there, and you live okay. off premise, and you have a straight homeowner's policy with no renter rider on it, or it's not a renter's where it's owned where you can have renters and loss of use and all that. And that house is a fire and burns to the ground. And they find out that you didn't live there because it's supposed to be a homeowner occupied and you had tenants. They can deny your claim. No questions asked because you didn't abide by the policy that you agreed upon when you signed on to the policy, you were, you, you were insured wrong. These are things that are happening to a lot of people. These are things and there's workarounds by it because here's another thing. Let's say all of these people are getting their claims denied and they'll all go to litigation. And a lot of these claims, whether it's class action suit, going to the state insurance department who governs the insurance companies, most of these claim denials will get reversed unless it's completely cut and dry. Because it's it, it's it's a different insurance. Like you talk about Florida and flood insurance and stuff. It's a different animal, completely different. They will bulk deny these claims, and they will they will find reasons in the policy, and they're always usually vague and stupid, and you can very easily reverse them. I reverse insurance claim denials almost daily, and they'll see that, and and it sucks that people have to go through that. But the insurance companies are out there to make money, not lose money, and when they see cat because catastrophes like this. So Hurricane uh, Katrina, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina, State Farm Insurance. There was a leaked video. It was a grainy video. They were all in an auditorium of a school. There was about 300 State Farm catastrophe adjusters in this room. I used to have a copy of it. And they were all in their red shirts and khaki pants, their clipboards. They're ready to go. All the whole catastrophe team. Bunch of Jakes. Bunch of Jakes from State Farm. And one of the big State Farm claim operational managers was giving them a pep talk on how to rapidly deny claims in 30 minutes or less and to move on to the next one. Not to find coverage, but to find a way to deny these claims because of the catastrophe, of the size of the catastrophe. And that happens, that happened Hurricane Superstorm Sandy that hit Long Island, Jersey, right? All of the major hurricanes, all the catastrophe teams. They get their marching orders. Deny, 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 deny. We'll worry about everything later because by the time the dust settles, these people are going to be so mentally worn out, they're not going to want to fight the denial. With 100%. And That's this is people this, like me come in to do that. This is this is what's happening, and this is exactly what's happening because at the end of the day, they, they don't want these people to rebuild. They don't want them to uh, – uh, live on that land. They want to take that land over. And and the governor is already s- stating the, the quiet part out loud, how the state is trying any which way to acquire the land possible. And the World Economic Forum, how Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. US state to run an entirely clean energy. And the, that, <laughs> that same governor went to a World Economic Forum meeting in uh new york let me see where it is and the governor talked about how they're going to build smart cities and they're 
going to do it by 2023. How can you build smart cities, Alan, if people aren't going to sell you their land? How are you going to do this if people aren't going to just give up everything that they have had in their family forever? Burn it all down and we'll find out. That's exactly what they're going to do. Uh, Where is it? So many clips here. Um, But it's, it's really, really sad what's going on over there. While I look for that, I actually want to play. This is a very good um, representation of what's, what's actually going, going on. This guy, Matt attack did a phenomenal video on what's really going on in Maui. And we'll discuss that and, and start to close down the show. What's going on in Maui. There is a lot to unpack. So try to keep up. Several wildfires have broken out on the island of Maui, creating mass devastation and destruction, most notably the town of Lahaina. This is not the people's fault, and our hearts go out to those affected. Why is Lahaina significant? It was once the capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii, prior to the forced U.S. annexation and the eventual move to Honolulu. Lahaina is filled with native property and business owners that have dug their heels in and have refused to sell their properties to conglomerates such as BlackRock, Vanguard, and Oprah. (laughs) Unglobalized Mm -hmm. prime oceanfront property still owned and managed by the natives. So what caused this destruction? Short answer, no one knows. All government agencies, local and federal, have vehemently stated that it is unknown. However, there are two competing theories online. One, environmental, the perfect combination of a major hurricane 200 miles off the southern shore of Maui, combined with northern pressure to create massive dryness and winds. Or two, diabolical, something the conspiracy theorists call a DEW, direct energy weapon. What? I had the same response, so I started Googling. The first article that pops up when you Google Maui DEW is from Newsweek. It starts like this. The devastating wildfires in Hawaii have brought a new conspiracy theory from climate change deniers who suggest (laughs) that the destruction was orchestrated by the federal government's direct energy weapons. Anytime a propaganda media article starts with conspiracy theory by climate change deniers makes me want to believe it more. Mm -hmm. Next Uh article, fact checked, false. Wait, what? I thought the facts were unknown. But how can we rule out trending theories as impossible already? Joe Biden just announced that the federal government will provide aid to those that lost their homes. $700 That means homeowners who lost their houses and properties can now loan money from the federal government at a low interest rate. Your super valuable property that is skyrocketing in value, you can now get a new mortgage courtesy of Uncle Sam. There are also countless efforts by the people to send aid and support to devastated areas. This would be great, except local residents are now saying that they are having difficulty delivering such aid and only FEMA and Red Cross aid is being allowed in. Roadblocks everywhere. Mm-hmm. No one allowed in or out. 12 mile radius. And Maui is an island surrounded by water next to one of the largest U.S. military bases. Local residents are saying that they received no advanced warning that they only evacuated once they saw the thick black smoke at their doors. Why was the federal response so slow on this matter, waiting until the fire had overtaken this area prior to action? 
I don't know what's going on in Maui. Our hearts go out to all those affected and we pray for your safety. What I do know is that there are more questions than answers. Yep. And anytime that's the case, especially when global self-interest benefits and people suffer, well, you know, conspiracy theory. And by him saying those things, he hit the nail on the head. Like when you hear the word direct energy weapon, people are like, that's fucking nuts. That that can't be real. That's that's nonsense. Well, anything could be real. I mean, um, we have some evidence, Alan. We have tons and tons of evidence. You've heard of you've heard of uh, Lockheed Martin, correct? Of course. They seem to have some some pretty cool technology There's um, a lot of people that have really cool technology even besides them and uh here is from the pentagon themselves talking about direct energy weapons once peaceful arena into a war fighting domain they have weaponized space through killer satellites directed energy weapons and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage directed energy weapons also known as dues, are weapons that deploy a highly focused energy beam, including lasers, microwaves, and particle beams. After decades of research in the United States, defense contractors announced back in 2015 that these systems are expected to come online by 2020 and are currently announcing that they are ready to deploy in the field. Russia, China, India, and the UK are developing directed energy weapons as well. There they are. And Iran has had them in use since at least 2013. In 2019, Turkey was the first to officially deploy this technology in combat when they claimed to have shot down a Chinese-made drone supplied to the Libyan National Army. On September 16th, Defense Secretary Mark Esper announced that China and Russia have already weaponized satellites with directed energy weapons. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more, in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. And for the past few years, many have wondered if these advanced weapon systems have anything to do with the unprecedented fires we have seen in the past few years. Laser-based weapons are able to destroy the target with external heat and microwave weapons are designed to penetrate the target through external antennas and sensors and ignite the internal electronics, destroying them from the inside out. This could explain how thousands of homes have rapidly burned into their own footprint while the trees surrounding them survive. And it could explain the several cars we have seen utterly destroyed with temperatures hot enough to liquefy glass and metal. Michael Janich, host of the YouTube Dutch Sense channel, has been researching the Earth's seismic activity for the past. So I just wanted to show that video to show that these direct energy weapons are far from a conspiracy. They're... Def, whether they used it on this 
fly to cause this fire or not. Yeah, like they exist, but we we have no evidence that it was used here. We don't know where these fires started, well, but would it surprise me? No. Well, I again, again, you have John Podesta coming out there. This is what I was getting into before about how they're already setting the stage. Um, and I have I have a couple of videos of the te- of them actually using the dues in operation. It's pretty quite wild to see. But John Podesta is setting the stage to stop these disasters from getting w- even worse. We have to cut the carbon pollution that's driving the climate crisis. And that's what the Inflation Reduction Act is all about. They're setting the stage for cutting the carbon. They want climate lockdowns. They 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 want us to be stuck in our house and they're already talking about buying up all the land, building smart cities. They've already talked about it in the World Economic Forum. Uh, and and there's this is a, a very highly coveted place and piece of land that they've been trying to acquire mm-hmm. for a very, very long time. And when you say when you tell me that they have the largest alert system, sirens and everything in the sure. world, it doesn't go off. You tell me that the water system, they decided not to use it because water is sacred. That's literally what the the uh, head of water said. It's the, the water is sacred. Like the commission is responsible for authorizing statute to protect and manage all water resources in the state. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not if any different than how Hawaiians traditionally managed water, you know, in, in essence, we treated it, and Native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a god and a kua, kane. And so that reverence um, for a resource and that so reciprocity we let all these in kids die and not use was, the water. was something that was really, really important to our worldview and, and well-being, right? And living in an island and isolated from other, you know, civilizations. Um, and so I think where it shifted to today or over time is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something w- that we revere as that thing that gives us life, right? I mean, to me, it's a shift in value set. Um, and, you know, if we can start to really look at how we as humans in an island um, can reconnect to that traditional value set. So really, my motto is always like, let water connect us and not divide us. Like, we, we can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity. I got to share the water, guys. Got to all share the water. But yet, you know, they, they've said what uh, three hundred have been found dead, and the three thousand or a thousand are missing still. Is it is it up to three hundred? I last I saw it was like it was over a hundred. I don't know, but you know, a lot of people still missing. I think like a thousand people missing. I think a lot of people jumped in the water and drowned and they they're going to find bodies washed up other places or just get eaten by, you know, marine life. I got to tell you this just uh, in reference to the fear mongering and um, looming climate lockdowns and all that shit. If they decided to impose any type of climate lockdowns in this country, and people um, obey them, and we have lost the 2024 election. We have lost it. If if any strong-minded conservative Republican, America First supporter, MAGA movement 
supporter, MAGA Republican, whatever the hell you want to call yourselves. If you put a paper mask on your face because a little bit of smoke that will never, ever protect you, N95s won't even protect you from smoke, and you decide to lock down because daddy government told you to because the world is at a boiling point, then you should really consider yourself, your, your, your position in society because we, then we will never, ever, ever successfully um, do what needs to be done in the 2024 presidential election if, if people are that weak-minded. That's so, a fact. Listen, uh, like you said earlier, there's people that can be manipulated to do anything. And, exactly. and nothing surprises me. And if they frame it in a way, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if people listened. I don't think it'll be as bad as the first lockdown. I think more people will stand up to it. I really do. But I, nothing would surprise me as far as them uh, – following orders and, and 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 doing as they're told but this situation in hawaii uh there is a lot of questions none of it adds up and to top it off alan just to top it off it's just another coincidence that the chief of police of maui just happens to be the incident coordinator for the route 91 shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah, didn't he left that job and he got a job in Hawaii? After 22 years, he left and became the chief of police yeah. in Maui. And he just happens to be the guy who's in charge of everything. He was the the he heavily in involved mm -hmm. as the incident commander. And now he's the chief of police in Maui. And the Route 91 shooting is one of the most covered up situations in american history still to this day we have zero motive still to this day we don't have anywhere near the full story no camera footage no nothing they just expect us to believe uh based even with all the evidence contradictory evidence pointing against it that this lone gunman went up there and fired with a bump stock all of these rounds into the crowd and killed all of these people when right. there's reports all over the place of multiple shooters, helicopters flying over, shooters inside of casinos, there's reports over and over and over again, and we don't have any information. He was the guy in charge of that coordination, and now he's this guy, the chief of police, in this situation. With all of the other questions, again, if it was just the isolated, like that was the only coincidence, he just happened to be the chief Okay, cool. I could see that happening. But you add all these things together. We're talking about multiple coincidences and multiple questions in this story. A lot of questions. In a situation, in a situation where the locals have been refusing to give up this land for generations and they've been desperately trying to acquire it. And what better way to do so? They're True. already saying that they're not they're not uh getting um insurance claims they're being denied and then you have literally days after days after you have this and we'll close it out on this because i know alan's gotta head out early today tell you guys i am so frustrated with investors and realtors calling the families who lost their home offering to buy their land how dare you do that to our community right now it's not it's uncommon, unfortunately. My, sorry, had a little bit poor reception right there. If you are a victim, and no, it's not. I'm not saying it is. An no, I know. I'm just. I'm just. But, I'm but, responding but, to the video. Most sucks. 
most most fires aren't as especially big fires like this aren't uh, getting as much national notoriety. Uh, well, yeah, it's a, it's a large disaster. What I, what I just mean saying like if someone someone's house goes on fire, it, it typically it, it hits certain uh, uh, industries where they know about it immediately. Real estate industries and stuff like that, construction industry, and then the people start coming out. The you know the um, the ambulance chases start coming out to see how they can uh, uh, obviously capitalize on this situation. And a lot of it is, hey, we'll buy your burnt out house as is for cash a hundred percent you know immediately it's just it's, it's sick and this is exactly what they wanted there's a reason sure. why oprah's buying up all this property there's a reason why they've they've been working with the world economic forum well, to to bring I, in smart cities i think it's going to come down to the two okay who's because that's all going to be public record who's selling their land and then who's buying it whether it, what LLC and who owns the LLC. Well, I, we already know Black, like BlackRock has been been a big purchaser and trying to buy in, in Hawaii bigly, and they've been de- denying. Been de- uh, denying my big buy. question is I want to know what it, what what deals, if any, are being made yet. It might still be too early, but they're trying. And who who's selling their land for how much and, and to who? That That's going to be the, the bigger story in or, all of this and who's buying or, it. Or, or what the Josh Green, the governor said, they're gonna they're gonna use the loopholes and have the state acquire it. He even he already said he's like we're gonna acquire it and make it into you know a remembrance zone or make it affordable housing for people to live in. Um, but he's like we're looking at every avenue for the state to acquire this land. Um, there you go. And, and that would require the state to to pay out the the owners of the land, but they the right. owners would have no choice in whether they're selling the land or not. That's the right. problem. They'd have zero choice. They the government would just seize it and say, "Here you go. Here's your check. Whatever we decide it's worth, here it is." And see you later. Get the fuck out of here. And we're gonna build whatever we want on here. And uh, Joe Biden is sending seven hundred dollars in relief to uh, the. People in Hawaii. Thank God. Oh God. Thank you, Joe. And meanwhile, thank you so much. In Kiev, Ukraine, Alan, they're having pool parties, and we're going to send twenty-four, another twenty-four billion dollars uh, to Ukraine while they're doing this. And meanwhile, Hawaii has been completely. No comment. No comment. I have no man. I'm Joe Biden. I gotta go and. Joey Donuts and 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 unfortunately there's so much more that we could talk about with this clown world this Hawaii situation and uh more more is gonna happen with it we'll have to I'm sure we'll pick some up on Friday I'm sure and I'm glad you're paying attention to it because to be honest with you I really haven't been paying attention to too much of of the Hawaii stuff other than the people there are fucked and some evil people Um, are trying to fuck them even harder and that's that's why I'm paying very close attention because I see you know they're they're doing these things for land grabs and they want to bring in their smart cities and they want to bring in these 15 minute cities and they're they're doing these things on purpose. Uh, I'm going to tell you who to follow. Um, I, we actually follow each other. He's there on the ground now. He just landed uh, late last night. Nick uh, Sotor, S O R T O R. He was boots on the ground in East Palestine, Ohio. Unbelievable uh, investigative reporter. He is in Maui. He was in there uh, at 6.30 my time this morning. 
Um, he got the chance to speak to some locals. He said the tragedies, I'm on his Twitter right now, has impacted practically everyone on the island. And he's going to be meeting with some locals, which was today. Uh, and he's some locals reached out to him directly on X uh, on Twitter, offering to assist him in reporting on the fires. Well, and we're, we're going to be hearing a lot uh, from him, I would imagine, in the next couple of days. I, I'd be very in, so. I'm, I'm glad that he's going to be doing. Uh, he's there. Uh, local interviews because uh, a reporter from the Maui Times. Look, listen to what this she said. That the media is lying about the reality of the Lahaina fire is incredibly frustrating for me because I am the media. I am the editor of Maui Times and I have tried relentlessly to get direct information from the County of Maui as well as the Maui Police Department. Both entities have been radio silent and have not responded to any of my calls or emails over the past few days. I also spoke to Maui police officers in person in Lahaina, and they all denied me my First Amendment right to freedom of the press by denying me access to Lahaina Town, as well as denying me information. They even sent me on a wild goose chase trying to find their media coordinator who had conveniently gone home for the day by the time I found where he was supposed to be. So it is not the media who is lying to you because I am obligated to only report what has been confirmed. Who's lying to you is the government entities who are trying to cover their asses and not take accountability for how grossly mismanaged this entire situation has been. And if we make this go viral, I'll actually get a response from them. So what Nick was being told before he got there, and he was the day before he flew out, is that there is a 12-mile media-free zone around that whole area of Maui where the wildfires happened. And of course, he, you know, made it a point where he said he's not abiding by that. He will, he's going to do what he can to get in and report locally. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I, hope, I hope he gets, has more success because I have tons of firsthand stories from the residents over there. Ton, like I, it's tons. They're denying, they're denying uh, any help. This is how they're, ha- they, they, they have to sneak in supplies for people to get them supplies because the red cross is, is the only people that could bring in supplies. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a disaster. Um, and the fact that they have to go through this and the government's taking all of these steps to cover it up leads me to believe that there's some nefarious play behind it. And, uh, uh, none of it, none of it makes sense, Alan. It doesn't make sense at all. And I, I do pray for those people, uh, in Hawaii and and everybody that's affected because there's a lot of people that I a whole neighborhood of children died. I saw I didn't want to play it. I saw a video earlier. It broke my heart. It, you saw a, a dog just charred on the ground. Like it was and just nobody needs to see that shit. It was just terrible. Um, but uh, it, it, it's it's really sad what's going on over there. Um, but to, instead of ending on a sad note, I know Alan right down the street from your house. Is it, yeah, it's it's a few minute drive. This oh my god, this is great. Go ahead. Uh, I have it. Where is it? Um, I just had it a second ago. Um, it's not a T. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. This happened. She got a fucking gun, yo. Yo, chill, son. She's pointing a gun recklessly. Puts it to 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 its head. And gets run over by a cop. I know the cop that hit her, and I know the cop that's going to run up in his in, in plain clothes in a minute. No, this that's kind of a. Oh, I should have said this is a kind of a, a rainy video, and that guy. So, actually, can you rewind the video just a little bit slow until she's in the middle of the street? 
Keep going. Well, no, no, no. Wait, way back. Keep, no, back. Rewind, 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 rewind. Stop. See that build? No, no. Rewind. Stop. See that building that she's down there and she's in front of? Yeah. That's my daughter's doctor's office. That's so, wild. A few minutes before this happened, this intersection, actually after this happened, after they had her locked up, my wife brought my daughter to her saxophone lesson, which is on this street, <laughs> and had to go to a detour because all of this was blocked off. And I can confirm that what you see there is not a biological woman. What they thought was a biological woman, woman, and when they brought her back to processing and had a female officer do a thorough search, the female officer said, I am not the one that should be doing this search because I found something that really I thought was not going to be there and uh, had a, uh, an, a, an another a large piece um, hidden in its crotch, and it oh, wasn't car- one that you put... two pieces, this and one. It, it, it wasn't one that you put bullets in. It had an extra accessory. So, yeah, that was a dude. Oh, that's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. So, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking nuts. Someone tried to break into my neighbor's house last week. It's fucking. This nuts. shit doesn't happen. Like, around, around, like, this, this is like, this it's is wild. Suburbs, it's coming to the suburbs, dude. This I, is wild. This, I'm hearing that, uh, it was, psych, like, it was a psych patient, and like, I'm hearing all sorts of weird, weird stories about this psycho, but, uh, regardless, it's, it's, these are unprecedented times, Alan, and, uh, <laughs> Wild to see and uh, buckle up because it's it's going to get really, really weird the closer we get to this 2024 election. Uh, we will be back. We're back this Friday, right, Alan? Yeah, we're back this Friday. Okay, we're back this Friday. Uh, Coming to hang out 830 Eastern with me and Alan while we gangbang on the government. Make sure you tune in 8 a.m. in the morning. Check out MAGA Mornings with my man, Alan. Tell him to get fucked in the chat for me. I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, shout out to our sponsors, MyPageScars. Now 25% off with code WPRUSA. Go to MyPageScars.com. Can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. KushCreams.com, 21-time cannabis cup award-winning, the best pain cream in the world, and the best CBD on the planet, Serious CBD. Go to Serious or GetSeriousCBD.com uh, and pick up yours today. Uh, Alan, uh, get fucked. We'll be back on Friday. Until next time, guys. Where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment
has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love.
I'm doing this for the people and for the movement. And we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.